Welcome to Moon Goddess Mantra's podcast. I am so excited that you're here. My name is Chelsea Bates and I'm your host. Welcome. Hello everybody. How is everyone doing today? So today I want to talk about a topic that I am super passionate about. It is something that has probably been the biggest help in personal growth that I've gone through so far. It's helped me get through all of my dark times, all of just self-reflection, trying to heal things, trying to understand myself. And I, yeah, just want to talk about, this is probably going to be a longer episode than normal because I just have so much to say about it. So I want to talk about inner child work today and everything that it has done for me in my journey. So, I am so excited for this time. Probably what I'm going to do first to get started is grab my oracle card deck because I actually forgot to grab that before I sat down and I started recording. So, give me one second. (laughs) Okay. Oh, goodness. So the card that we got for today was Baby Steps, and the artwork is like this gorgeous castle, like this girl walking up to this gorgeous castle with all this like beautiful artwork all around her, and through the doors of the castle, they're open, and there's like a different kind of art that is through this door, showing that when you go through the door, something more beautiful that's meant for you is on the other side of it you just have to like make those steps to get there so it uh, some of the description in the card says action follow your intuition before it makes sense so yeah and honestly this is kind of perfect because that's kind of what I was doing I'm doing with this episode today I woke up this morning and I was like I don't know what I want to talk about today and um I was like, what, just thinking, like, well, what have I been going through lately? What do I feel like other people may have been going through lately? And I feel like inner child work and having an open discussion about that is what needs to be talked about right now. That was what my intuition was saying. And whew, that's beautiful. So I, I'm just feeling my intuition saying, yeah, let's talk about this today. And this card is just like affirmation that this is, we're following the right path. And honestly, I have this, ever since I started recording, I have like this euphoric tingliness like coming through my whole body and it feels good and calm and sure and secure. And yeah, I'm really ready to share my heart on this stuff because I don't, I think out of all the topics and self-growth, spirituality, all these things, one of the things that I'm the most passionate about is inner child work. So, so let's get into it. Um, yeah. 
So to anyone who's not familiar with inner child work, basically the concept of it is that you as a child had needs and when you were a little kid, probably between before the age like eight, because that's when your brain is uh, just from the research I've done. It's like normally like zero to eight is like when your uh, inner child tendencies, not tendencies, but like patterns develop. And those are the years when you learn what love is, who the first people in your life that give you love, your mom and your dad. You learned what needs you have, um, and when those needs aren't met, you cope in different ways to get those needs met. And some of those patterns are unhealthy, some of them are really great. Um, But really what I want to open a discussion about is just talking about what yours are and share what mine are. And some of the things that I have continuously come up for me about inner child work over the past couple of years and every couple of months I have something else that comes up that I realize I'm like oh I didn't see that before oh that's related to you know some a need that I have that I didn't receive as a child and I cope with it now as an adult in a certain type of way that maybe isn't the most healthiest way and it 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 gets me the opposite of what I want so what it's all about is reparenting your mind and giving yourself the love and sitting with that little you that's five-year-old me that wanted love and reminding her that she has all of that within her and she's so worthy of it and yeah just really nourishing that relationship and asking her questions well what do you feel and yeah so there's there's so much I may (laughs) I have a feeling I might kind of be all over the place just talking about this because there's a lot to it and it's uh hard to cover (laughs) everything in a in a way that's super structured so Um, so yeah, hopefully that that intro makes sense of like what inner, like your inner child, that little boy or that little girl inside of you that just wants to be loved and heard and seen and understood exactly for how you are. And really what it starts with is accepting that little boy or girl inside of you first. You have to accept them first. And you have to nourish and develop a relationship with them first before anyone else can take care of those needs. And so that's why it's so important to be aware of it. So that you can communicate your needs and wants in a way that makes sense to your partner or friends because you know it so well. So something, I guess I kind of want to just start off with a couple examples from my own life and how I started getting into this work and how I um, have just worked on my healing with some certain things. So specifically my attachment style and many people, many different types of people explain attachment styles in different ways. Some people explain it in like the wave or ocean type of dynamic or some people explain it in a way that's like, oh yeah, attachment styles. Personally, I resonate with just attachment styles so there's like anxious and they're avoidant and there's I think just like regular normal (laughs) but personally I have at first when I first started learning about these I thought I only had anxious attachment style and over the past couple of months I've actually realized that I have pieces of avoidant attachment style and I'll go into that in in a little bit but so basically these two attachment styles avoidant is like you suppose a 
you and your partner get into an argument and the avoidant partner because it's tense it's hard it's difficult it's confusing they want to run away from the situation and avoid it and avoid even resolution because it's too much work to deal with because it's too scary it's too much and they're not going to understand anyway and so run away and that pattern is developed because one of that person's parents or teachers or just a, a person of influence in that person's life when they were a child taught them that coping strategy and unintentionally of course but they said they made that child feel like it's not okay to show emotion or to um fix things and so their behavior the child mirrored that and um ran away from it so I hope that that makes sense and then anxious is when the opposite when a child learns to cope with difficult situations by running towards the situation and saying come on let's fix it so in a relationship like that person um there's a conflict between that person and their partner they would run towards the situation and being like oh my gosh like let's fix it right now I can't I can't I'm not okay if we don't get this figured out right now and I'm sure many of you have probably dealt with that specific situation and those two competing um energies and an argument specifically with a partner I think a lot of people have um experienced that one side or the other and for me when I'm in a romantic relationship what has shown up for me so far is that normally I have been the more anxious attachment style and that's exactly how my mom was um growing up she I like there's conflict there's uncomfortable situation there's like someone's mad at me or my specifically a boyfriend is mad at me and he wants to be like oh like okay let's just like take space I need like to get away from this is too much and I'm like no 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 we have to fix it right now otherwise I'm sitting in my crippling anxiety I'm not okay and I need you to tell me that it's okay so that I can be okay and that is a that is a direct correlation with not having a healthy relationship with your inner child and for for me and that's something that showed up a lot for me in my last relationship that I had I was running away from myself and running towards someone else and saying fix it fix me fix I I need you to be okay I need you to tell me that we are good so that I can feel okay because I couldn't sit with it myself and, and tell myself like it's okay he's having his own experience we are our own person I love you. It's all, it's okay. Those self-soothing words and those like, um, those types of, uh, just pro- the process of dealing with the situation. I really struggle, have struggled with in previous relationships and it's been a year since I've been in a relationship and I think I've done a lot of work on this. So I'm interested to see the next time that I am in a relationship, how, you know, much, um, uh, growth that I've done in this in this department specifically in dealing with my own attachment style um, because it definitely is different I think with a romantic partner than friends similar um, depending on the situation of course but I think it can be a lot more intense with a partner so yeah it's just it's interesting um, just having an awareness and a side note anything that you want to heal anything in the world any pattern that you see in yourself the first like step to doing the work and healing it is just being aware of it. 
That's something that makes me feel so much less stressed out when I see my shit and I'm like, oh, like I, oh, I need to work on that. I got to work on that. And then I have a tendency to be like, oh, like I have so much to work on. Like, oh, this is so much. It's difficult. I'm scared. But really just being aware of it is doing the work because then you're aware of it and you're aware of it and when you're aware of it and you catch yourself and you're like, ah, man, I caught myself that time doing it. And then the next time you catch yourself before you do it and you work on it and it's hard, but over time it gets easier. Just like anything, you know, even like recording right now, I feel so much more fluid with talking into a microphone and not being nervous about what I'm saying. And this is the fourth time that I'm doing it. Because practice, you know, practicing anything and just being aware of what, oh, like being aware of all the little pieces, it gets you um, better at whatever you're trying to do. So, so yeah, that's kind of just the intro with talking about attachment styles, inner child work, tending to your inner child, and that is a specific result of like, oh, like, but again, going back to attachment styles and how I was like, how I've experienced like, oh, I'm feeling so much anxiety, like, this is so much. Once I got out of my last relationship, that was something that I really thought a lot about. And I was like, okay, how can I be better in the future, even just in situations, practice this and not need someone to come and make it better? And so I didn't, there's a couple different meditations online from Rising Woman. If anyone's familiar with them, if you follow them on Instagram, they're incredible incredible for inner child work self-awareness boundaries like all that stuff highly recommend at rising woman on instagram and um they have a meditation that walks you through bringing your um self in as a little girl or a little boy and having them sit on your lap and asking them well what do you need what do you want what are you not receiving what how can I give that to you and they say oh well and they, and they tell you and probably it's different every time you do it but for me one of the things that's come up is my inner child has sat on my lap and she said I just want to feel seen and in that moment in the meditation you as you adult you look at your inner child and say I see you I love you and at first it's going to feel uncomfortable it's going to feel like what is this doing but I guarantee you you do that for do that meditation and I'll probably uh, link that in the show notes to the meditation or the link to get it but you do that over and over and over again and like I said practicing and you're going to get good at it and you're because you're you're putting effort into making yourself better and having a relationship with that inner child and it's going to help you so much and well if you're an an emotional person like me like you're going to listen to that meditation and probably sob because it's so beautiful and like seeing yourself that part of you that's a little kid and just wants to be loved and seen and understood you're like oh my god you're so sweet you're so cute you just want like that that's all you want and you develop this like love for this little person and and you really visualize like what you looked like at that age and like uh, I don't know it's so beautiful and, and uh, pure like it's such a beautiful thing so yeah um and so I wanted to talk about how so I experience anxious attachment and I also experience um avoidant attachment and this is something that I've recently just understood about myself and I'm trying to heal so I 
have realized recently that when I have any type of, um, I guess, misunderstanding or awkward miscommunication with women, I have a tendency to demonize and push them away immediately. And I don't have, that's something that I'm currently working on because, um, I don't know. And that was something that as a child, I was shown that, that when there's conflict with other women, you demonize, you push them away and they are not safe. They are not good. It is not okay. It is not safe here. And I was shown that over and over and over again as a little girl. And so now when I have that situation or type of dynamic with friends in my life or um, other women that maybe we are, I don't know, like we're not friends or there's some sort of just uncomfortable situation, I push them away and run the other direction and that is a direct correlation of a mother wound and like what I'm dealing with and healing my relationship with women in that sense with my mother in a sense like in my own mind and um just with uh, my attachment style I don't want to push people push women away like and, and they don't deserve that and I know that and it's so hard because my ego flares up in those moments and that's something rude that's one of my big things that I'm really trying to work on this year because it's hard like you get these things ingrained in you from childhood and it's like so deep and then you catch yourself having these patterns as an adult and you're like ah, oh my gosh this is not good. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> but accepting it and saying, I, I don't, I want to heal this. I do. I love everything. I accept everything about me. Um, and it's okay. It's okay to not be perfect. And it's uh, uh, great to be vulnerable and share it on a podcast. And that's what I'm doing. And honestly, just sharing it and talking about it is healing for me. And I do feel like I'm doing work with it just by openly sharing that. So and to anyone who may be listening to this podcast and maybe you've experienced that with me, I want you to know that that's why it comes up for me and I'm sorry and I know that there are things that I, I'm not perfect and yeah. So let's see, I wrote a bunch of notes down just to kind of make sure I don't leave anything else out about talking about inner child stuff. Hmm. Oh, so how I learned to understand my own needs. So owning what I need and knowing, understanding it, owning it, loving it, and not accepting anyone that like doesn't get it or, okay, is that whole concept is so important and I think it's a direct correlation with inner child work because when you connect with your inner child you they you ask them several times so what do you need what do you want and a few things for me that I feel like I have healed through this work is a few years ago I well I've always been a pretty sensitive person I think I feel things really intensely and I get 
easily I don't know like I have this side of me that's like Gemini like communication and da 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 and airy and floaty and like out there and passionate but I also have another side to me that's super vulnerable and more I don't know sensitive and just I take things very like I'm I don't know I'm not I don't I wouldn't say I take things personally because I think that that's a direct uh, result of like ego but I mean you know we all do sometimes but um I don't know I guess it's just I have a side that's super sensitive and that is something that I used to like not understand about myself and be like well, why am I like this other people aren't don't they aren't so sensitive and other people like aren't like this and I would compare compare myself to other people but through this work I've understood that having people in my life that understand that I am sensitive about things, I, that is a need for me in my inner circle relationships. And I have had to like leave end friendships because people don't accept that about me. And it wasn't something that I accepted about myself. So after a while, because it wasn't accepted in my childhood and in my early, like young, early college, like it wasn't, I didn't accept it in myself. And then I was like, wait, no, like I actually do accept that. And I, I can have people in my life that get that. And also let me just make it, um, bring up a point that although I am sensitive, I do make a point like in situations or in friendships or there's situations I get sensitive about something we have we're having a conversation I'll cry but I also have this self-awareness to understand like other people's perspective and an opinion about something and I understand where I'm at so there can be an open conversation about okay like these are my needs but like what are yours and like let's work together on this it's collaboration you know it's compromise and that's every friendship and relationship that you have and so I do think that it's it is important and there is a balance to it but when you have needs if I I I don't accept be friends in my life or boyfriends whatever any sort of relationships that don't um respect that and understand that about me so that was like a major one I guess I would say like my other needs what else do I really need I really I really need people in my life when I communicate to them about things especially like all of this stuff that I talk about on my podcast when I communicate this stuff because it's what I'm the most passionate about if I don't feel like there is a balance with them like genuinely caring and accepting of that then I don't allow them in my life either and that was something like when I was younger I would be so passionate about different things and explain it to people and they wouldn't they wouldn't get it and I would still like energetically reach out for them and their connection and their acceptance but and like why did I do that because I wanted to feel seen because I didn't see myself and so I needed someone to see me and healing that and it comes in layers you just don't accept the people that don't do the things for you that you know that you need and so like owning that it's powerful it's 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 powerful what was okay to do um and how to cope as a child and so just being aware of that and asking yourself the questions like okay you know well who is this person and and just stopping to go through life just 
on autopilot and asking yourself, well, when, when did, where did this come from? Where did this start? And what do I need to give myself to heal this? And you giving yourself all that you need, you attract people that want to give that to you back. And that's a beautiful thing. The universe is not going to give you people that accept yourself every part of yourself and understand yourself until you do to an extent I think that you know we don't have to be perfect but I think it's it's a uh, there is a part of just law of attraction that's a part of it you know like what energy you're putting out is what you're gonna receive back and so huh yeah I think it's super helpful it has changed my life and I continue to you know think about this and to contemplate well where is this showing up here how can I heal this and I know in the future there's things that I have not yet uncovered uncovered uh, patterns in my life that I do that within more time they come unveiled at the right time like the universe isn't gonna tell you everything that's every all of your patterns all at once is too overwhelming and so yeah, you know, it comes in patterns and I I feel lucky to be on this journey and be aware of this work because it is transformational. So yeah, I hope everybody has a great Thursday and yeah, thanks so much for listening. This is definitely my favorite topic that I've talked about so far. Um, yeah, happy Thursday, everybody. Spooky season. Bye.